0: all right guys got a special episode for you today a different one talking about uh hydration normally i don't deal with nutrition subjects because i don't know anything about them i don't know anything about say chemistry either you know i I just so i don't have i've had one chemist on the show ever and that's not because chemistry isn't important mind you it's because it's scary chemistry scares me why because I don't know anything about it and talking to someone that does is a scary scary prospect even the things that like evolutionary biology and psychology stuff like that that I feel a lot more knowledgeable about cognitive biases boy i sure i like to pat myself on the back once in a while with some of the subjects that i'm more knowledgeable in and then but then if i have a guest on that actually knows what they're talking about it is intimidating and so i don't always get outside of my comfort zone as much as i could on this show and i i tend to i tend to think oh we're kind of hit over the head with with fitness things. At least that's that's been my experience of life. Some people love fitness, nutrition, everything. I feel a little overwhelmed by it. I try to do these small little things, to incremental changes, and one of the things that I've been doing since I got my Fitbit, since my Fitbit episode and uh, just through all of covid i've been doing little things and it hasn't been perfect incremental gains but over time it's definitely been making some really good gains in my wellness and one of the things that the fitbit had me doing was uh was uh drinking more uh logging my water and being more mindful of that that's something that's something that when i did crossfit for a while back in the day that was one of the challenges and it was and i had this um what's another i had this uh um fabulous app that i used for about a year i just stopped using it but i did find it useful and that was another thing of of kind of an easy on-ramp of something just really easy you can do to make a little change in your life so this Hydration stuff—it's something that keeps on coming back to me, just because it's so easy. Um, in in terms of uh, just cutting out some of the crap that you put in your body and uh, and getting better hydration, it's it's in little changes like that can make a difference into have an episode like this where it's explained in depth a little more, makes things click into place a little bit more for me, but this is why I'm excited about this episode. It's a fun episode, we had some laughs, it's super informative, but this blows my mind. Um, The book Quench that we're talking about today, I ended up um, giving it to my mom who had been talking about hydration, uh, uh, lately, she's she retired a year ago, uh, and a half ago or so, and and has been trying to take better care of herself. And uh, so there's a lot of uh, she she uh, discovered the YouTubes, and she's been getting into figuring out oh how to organize a little better. And, and, and so there's like lots of updates on. On things like that, she's been uh, exercising a little bit and stuff. So anyhow, gave her this book. It's the first science book my mother, in her sixties, has ever read in her life, and she loves it. And she's told friends about it that I'm sure have never read a science book before. And uh, and and now I'm I'm trying to uh, uh, you know sneak. Sneak some more science books into her life, as well. It's spreading. Once people start to understand uh, the the power of uh, of uh, of having um, uh, evidence for things and having uh, having clear explanations for how things work and why, and uh, and what can be learned from data and research and any little bit that we can get people into that is awesome so i'm uh, i'm super thankful for my guests today and for their fantastic book quench so enjoy today's episode, and I'll give you some updates on a lot of cool things, including a second additional podcast. Comedy podcast. Here's my science podcast. Got a comedy podcast coming real soon. Should be out by the end of February. More details in the outro I'm super pumped. Are we? Yes. Where are we? Here. Why are we here? Not entirely clear. We are misfits thrust into existence by random chance with no hints at all as to how we're supposed to make sense of it all. It's immensely bizarre. Here we are. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Here We Are podcast. I'm Shane Moss. My guests today, authors of the book quench beat fatigue drop weight and heal your body through the new science of optimum hydration dana Cohn and gina bria are joining me today why don't you guys introduce yourselves give us a little bit of a background uh who wants to go first
1: dana go I'll go first. Okay. So I am Dana Cohen. I'm a medical doctor. I've been in practice for over 20 something years here in New York City, private practice. Um, I practice functional or integrative medicine solely, um, at meaning I try to keep people off of medications using lifestyle and diet and supplements. Um, and it's just good medicine.
0: That's Amazing. Me. Gina?
2: Uh, I'm a cultural anthropologist, and I stumbled into this work on hydration because I was looking at desert communities and how they got hydrated without eight glasses of water a day. They should be dead. I mean, right? (laughs) So um, I was looking at um, strategies all over the world and discovered in desert communities they were not using liquid. They were using plants.
0: Oh, interesting. That's how they're getting a lot of their, (laughs) I mean, there's a, it's, it's, humans aren't the only mammals that have figured out that little trick.
2: Right? So, uh, so that seemed like big news to me. So I thought, great, this is really cool. Uh, Plants can hydrate uh, more profoundly than all the bottle of water that we're guzzling and all that craziness. Uh, And nobody's, (laughs) nobody's practicing it anyway. is
0: Is it craziness? Are, are people? I mean, I like your 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 meaning. Your meaning the like the the kind of media push of of eight glasses a day and 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 that being kind of oversold to us. Not that people are like out of control, addicted to like (laughs) drinking water. I think she means
1: out of control with the plastic bottles in your hands all day long and the cases of plastic bottles that you have in your closet and in your kitchens. And, you know, that's, I I think that's more, you know, the plastic bottles is crazy, you know? Yeah. And and everywhere you go, you got to have the the cups and the plastic bottles. That's more of the craziness, you know? I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, just
2: the idea that everyone gets the same prescription, like, how does that work?
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, sure. So, so it's, uh, how, how did this, what's the history of this? How did this come about? Because this is, um, I mean, this, this is, uh, uh, of the controversial things that we we talk about on the show this eight glasses a day is not the way whoa, whoa. <laughs> you're, you're ruffling some feathers oh, there man, this look is out. <laughs> this, this is the dogma this is this is what right. we all hear over and over again so yeah. what what's uh, i guess first of all mm-hmm. why why the heck do we all believe this in the first place if uh, if, if this is kind of being oversold to us who What's the history of how did they stumble on eight glasses being the magic um, amount of liquid one size fits all?
1: Well, we researched that, and you know, it turns out it it's sort of like the food pyramid. It comes from nowhere. Um, it comes from maybe a few people sitting around saying this is, you know, there's no study. Don't, don't no- you
0: dare destroy my food pyramid too now. Wow, things are getting edgy on this <laughs> show. You're, you're, you're really, every, everything my, my second grade teacher told me was, was a lie. I'm, I'm having a real Definitely. paradigm shift right now. All right. Sorry, I had to interrupt for my dumb jokes.
1: No, no, we love it. Thank you. We all need this more than anything right now, please. <laughs> um, yeah, so it turns out that, that nobody has really, it comes from nobody. There's no, never been a research, there's never been any studies that show eight glasses a day. Um, and we think that the original research, as far as we could find, were, um, took into account what people were eating, um, and everything they were drinking, not just water, and then it sort of got fizzled down to eight glasses a day. Right, Gina. Usually. Yeah, it
2: sort of went from uh, including food to just looking at liquid, and and, and it kept migrating uh, to this concept of of uh, liquid being the source of hydration. And mm. what we found in our when I what I did in my desert research was discovering that uh, plants held, uh, especially in desert communities, a very specific kind of water that had been energized by the sun, of course, through photosynthesis, and then minerally uh, rich through the soils. And that uh, turns out plants uh, are a profound place to receive water in our life. We're not activating that enough. So we really love to share the idea that Uh, food is uh, extremely important. A plant life is an extremely, water isn't only blue, it's green. (laughs) There's tremendous amounts of availability and plus nature packages it to come in uh, with all those nutrients at the same time and dissemble the nutrient molecules using the dilution power of hydration all in one package. So a pear is a Uh, apple, uh, a salad. I mean, leafy greens are 96% water or above. Uh, Mm. So we want to make use of that because it's a a better form of water than what you're finding in your tap or your bottle because that water has been treated or pressurized and it's disorganized the molecular uh, organization that nature has for us. And when you blast apart the water molecules, guess what they lose? Their electrical charge. And when that happens, the work of water becomes very diminished because it's really, as we know, meant to conduct electricity. That's what water's really doing for us in our system.
0: So if if I now that I mean first off you don't need to sell me on a pear salad um I was already eating <laughs> them but now I get to feel smarter than everybody for eating my my pear salad hey I'm I'm curious just going back to some of the origins of of the eight eight glasses of water I mean was it was it at the time maybe a a Perhaps a step in the right direction. I mean, there there was uh, in, in my uh, going back to second grade. You know, there there was uh, growing up in the eighties. Um, you know, soda was kind of the the beverage of choice mm. for just about everybody. It it seemed, and and uh, and so so was was it just some of? I I guess kind of some of what I'm after is. What was this like a misunderstanding or ignorance about hydration work or was this was this just a simplifying of of communication for people like what like we're you know we're, we're seeing with COVID right now like uh, si- six feet isn't some like perfect. Uh, like right. uh, uh, every scientist knows that it's exactly six feet, and that's exactly where the virus just dies in the air, and then it can't get you. And it's this magic force field, but it is just this like simple and imperfect heuristic that should probably be updated as well. But um, uh, did, did something similar happen uh, like that with uh, uh with with the eight glasses a day, or was it just misinformation yeah. from the start? What kind so, of
1: happened? All right, let me let me try to shed a little light on it. Because first of all, it's not it's not necessarily misinformation. Um, some people can drink eight glasses of water a day, and and I and hope I'm not really-
0: embarrassing myself with no, this I've glass got water. of water. <laughs> water <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: We're not saying we're, not, we're definitely not saying do not drink water. Um, I, I need to be clear about that. However. Um, you know, walking around drinking like uh, shoveling in all this water for, you know, all day long is probably not the way to do it. And I'm wondering yeah. like for you yourself, do you ever notice you're drinking so much water and you can't quench your thirst? You know, it happens all the time um, mm. and people are actually over drinking water. Yes. And, and and it's actually more common than, um, than I think that, that we are led to believe. I see it actually on a weekly basis with just even checking basic blood work in my patients where their um, their sodium and their chloride is really mm. low because they're drinking so much water. They're flushing out their electrolytes. It's more common than we think. But,
0: Interesting. Yeah, but so, that's that,
1: that's not even what we're saying, though. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I will say, you know, we are saying that there are better ways, more effective ways to hydrate right. than drinking more and more water. And, the,
0: yeah. It, it, much, in the, much in the way that... that, um, that Like, orange juice sounds like a very healthy thing, but when you're just juicing kind of the sugar out of it and you're not getting all of the other, uh, uh, the, the pulp and everything else with it, you're not going to be getting... All of the other stuff that makes it so good for you in yes. the first place.
1: Yeah. So fiber in in the pulp, the fiber is actually helps absorb that water better. Um, and you know, it is. And I I can't. We can't give you the actual because there's never been research on it. But I can tell you, I know. I know from from doing it and physically that maybe drinking a glass of um, orange juice with all the pulp in there versus a glass of wa- water, the orange juice is way more quen- it's way more you know it quenches your thirst better and we believe that it is from a cellular level more hydrating to our ourselves because of mm. the fiber and because of the absorption the way that, that the water gets absorbed and because of the work of our hero <laughs> dr. Gerald Pollack who is a, a water researcher and um, I don't know if we should talk about it now, but well, I'm just going to jump right in. So, sure. um, the 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 whole basis, the impetus for the book. Um, you asked Gina and I sat. She came and talked to me about the the research that Dr. Gerald Pollack was doing. He's a, um, a scientist based out of University of uh, Washington in Seattle, and um, he discovered that there's another phase of water, which to me at the time was completely mind blowing. We know that water exists as liquid ice and vapor. We've known that since we were in elementary school and this very simple water molecule. And now we're finding out that there's another phase of water, a a completely different phase. Um, And it's mind blowing and it happens to be in that phase. He calls it easy water. We call it structured water or gel water. Um, And there's a few different names for it, but there is some other phase of water that exists in nature it exists in desert plants. It exists in in celery, um, and it is in that form that is that is in within our cells.
0: I was hoping you were going to say celery. I love celery. <laughs> Underappreciated, if you ask me. Um, Twelve minutes in, and you have so far um, destroyed. <laughs> Three of my like major like real cornerstones of my belief systems. Oh. Um, <laughs> don't
1: stop what? doing it, though. No, but don't, don't stop drinking water. That's not at all what we're saying. Um, uh, no, of course. Okay, because the whole impetus of the book is we want to live in our bodies. We want to stop being cut off at our heads and live in our bodies and know what it feels like to feel perfectly hydrated. Um, and honestly, I have some pretty – really healthy patients, I have some yogis, I have some athletes, and none of them do it right. You know, so Mm. um, the whole idea is to teach somebody what it feels like to be perfectly hydrated and how to do that. And it's different for everybody. And that's what we're saying. And and the idea of just chugging more and more water is not the way to go, because it's often not the case.
0: So is this a little more of just a uh, general food diet issue for the majority of people? Like, like if the If say, say you took a, so you have a chapter on, on kind of like what, what foods to eat for optimal hydration, say, say someone followed that to the T, then as far as drinking water, someone would just drink water when they're thirsty, not have to worry about counting their cups and, and that sort of thing probably, or
1: well, if you're thirsty, you're 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 far t- you're too far gone already you want to you want to not get thirsty cuz that's that's already <laughs>
0: Everything I know, God. <laughs> Sorry, no, if
1: you're thirsty, you, you've waited too long. Um, and, you know, thirst is not I a great, see. I mean, yeah, you should drink if you're thirsty, but that's not a great indicator of, let, let me let me just take also one more step back. Because right. the, the, um, the important thing to know is that we're talking about this low-grade subclinical dehydration, not mm-hmm. overt dehydration, right? Where mm-hmm. you have to go to the hospital, you have to get an IV in your arm. We're talking about this day in, day out hour by hour throughout the day. And I want to say something, and I say this in every podcast I do, and it's really important to hear that um, when you treat this low grade dehydration, and you learn how to optimally hydrate, it is the single most important thing you could do to treat and prevent chronic illness, hands down. Um, so when we wrote this book, we wanted to affect the most people, you know, what, what is the thing that I can do as a medical doctor? I've been practicing functional medicine for 22 years, actually. I used to work for Dr. Atkins. I mean, I know, you know, I, I, I've been doing this a very long time. And I wanted to write a book where I could affect the most people. And this is it. Um, If you learn how to hydrate properly, your life is going to change before you start on any diet, before you start on any um, lifestyle regimen, even any exercise, you have to learn how to hydrate properly Um, and what that feels like. And unfortunately, there's not a single test that I can do to say, "Oh, oh, here you go. You're hydrated. It is a day in, day out, hour by hour thing that you need to practice every day. And if that for you is drinking water, then great. But do you get leg cramps? Do you get headaches? Are you tired? You know, there there are some things that you need to look for. Maybe maybe it's not the right thing for you. Maybe we need mm. to change. You know, switch it up a little bit.
0: Well, um- I'm still stuck on this. If you are thirsty, it's it's too late. Sorry, I'm a goner. Uh, how do how do people how uh, what what do people how do we know when we're supposed to be drinking? Then it's easy to forget to stay yeah. hydrated. Sean,
2: I I want to like um, give you an out here and help you because we <laughs> did a, a great deal of thinking about this book and how to <laughs> really help people. Um, sure. Come into a new way of thinking about themselves uh so we came to this interview we had three things we really wanted to land for your listeners and let's do it one is you are far more water than you think so we're not we're used to thinking of water we're looking for water in liquid form
0: yeah Yeah.
2: finding out that water is jelly like like a aloe plant or inside a cactus it, it is that's the form it takes in our system in our body. So we are mm. literally a bag of jello more than we are a bag of liquid. Mm. And so uh, it also switches our understanding of how much water we are because all our tissues are water, our brain, our mm. eyes, our eye sockets, you name it. It's uh, uh, we are high water beings, and therefore hydra- hydration and learning how to hydrate well. Uh, no, let me rephrase that. Just a finding out what happens to you when you are well hydrated is a is is a is is a key to living in highly dehydrating environments that we live in today. So you notice we're all inside. We're all around a lot of electronic equipment. Uh, We're not so much in our cars or our airplanes, but um, we're surrounded by uh, couches and carpets and drywall. We take a lot of prescription, medication. The foods we eat are drying. Uh, Everywhere you turn is taking a hit on our hydration. So we're all below optimal levels. And we wrote Quench to get a plan for people to walk through, to discover for themselves. So there's lots of different modalities and ways to get to that that thing and those things all feel good they all feel great and so what we're doing is we're trying to move you out of a state of chronic dehydration low-grade that everybody's in it's almost impossible not to be dehydrated in the culture that we live in including lack of movement which is a huge hit on your hydration Uh, because it closes down all the flow systems, right? When you stop moving, boom, your water stops moving, and the flow-through system that we are stops moving. So the three points we really wanted to get to is you're way, 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 way more water than you ever dreamed. In fact, the scientist that we work (laughs) with, Dr. Pollock at the University of Washington, who is one of the world's foremost water scientists and is the one who noticed this new phase, it's not new to yeah. nature but we've just identified it that it's there's jelly like phase a plasma like phase he says the count is actually 99% water by molecular count
0: It's a big bag of Jello. This
3: and is a, a big, big bag of
2: Jell-O. Jello, right? The second thing we wanted you to know is that that water comes in more f- f- phases or forms than vapor, liquid, and ice. Actually, yeah. we are a form of water, extraordinary form of water that we haven't been paying attention to. It's gel-like, and that this water conducts electricity in our system mm. way better than liquid. So now all our electrical function within the body, which we're only beginning to understand, cell-to-cell communication and vibrancy and um, uh, magnetic communication inside of all us is all run by the level of our hydration and the quality of our hydration. So these are mm. big, big things we're opening up. And we have, thankfully, you've given us some real time to talk about it, but we're just starting. We're at the beginning of, of discovering this. And And Quench, we wrote, just to get you a plan to start discovering how vibrant you can be, how much more flipped on you can be, if you're practicing or seeking new ways to hydrate, which include going and getting an apple, you know, loading up in the morning, getting a nice huge glass of, you know, water with lemon in it or throw some salt in it. Get that down inside of you. And then you move through your day, you know, before or after your cup of coffee, we don't care. Just, you know, get in there. We're not, it's not a, 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 you know, a prescription that we're making you follow. It's an adventure we're inviting you into that allows you to discover, whoa, I was operating way lower than I thought I could Mm -hmm. be.
1: Which goes to your question about what, you know, clinically, what are we looking for if we're we're low-grade dehydration? And there are some things that we can look for, um, and uh, so I'll just throw them out there. The first thing is um, we are meant to get up and urinate every two or three hours during our waking hours, and, you know, are you doing that? Are you getting up every two or three hours? And I can tell you there's times I sit at my desk for eight to ten hours straight without getting up once. That's a, what? Pro- that's a problem, you know? Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> yeah well, I used to. I used to, you know, you <sighs> sit there all day and you don't drink. And so one thing you can look for, am I getting up to pee every two or three hours, right?
0: All right, check.
1: Good. Um, you want to look at the color of your urine. Is the is, it, right. is it straw colored? Okay, so it doesn't want to be too too concentrated. Ooh. It doesn't want to be too clear. Now, if you're drinking all that eight glasses of water a day, it might be too clear. If it's perfectly clear then you need to maybe cut back on the water or add some electrolytes um, and maybe eat your water instead of drinking so much regular bulk water hmm yeah
0: if anything i guess i would i would tend to skew clear but I, I think i got a nice hay color i would have never described it as hay but i'll never not describe it as such <laughs> from here on out
1: um the one thing i want to say about that too is if you take a b vitamin um it can false you know your 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 urine's bright yellow so it's not a you can't you, you can't look at the color of your urine then so yeah yeah um, but it's fun yeah sure
0: <laughs> um a, a, a couple things um one you've you've really wet my appetite come on how much so how good. many <laughs> times have you heard that so good. how many times, to- <laughs> is it every interview no, or just this one you did it okay you did it. um <laughs> i i want to know what am i what am i in for with uh, look look at this i got a i got a spaghettios <laughs> coffee cup <laughs> with my name on it <laughs> this is remember when they used to have the little food uh like point things on on like 35 years ago or whatever this thing stood the test of time (laughs) um uh, what 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 what's the coffee situation i because i feel like that this is this is before talking to you guys all right probably my number one Hydration concern was I drink way too much coffee. I sometimes get headaches and I, I, yeah, I I, I sometimes drink like, oh, eight <laughs> cups a day pretty Ooh. easily. Okay. That That's ridiculous, right? Too that's too much. It's definitely yeah. too much.
1: Um, we have really good news, though. Um, okay. Gina,
2: do you want to give him the news?
0: <laughs> give me the news. Coffee's this good is exciting. For
2: you. Coffee is good for you. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a under. it's a it's a plant. It's plant. It brings in, but under you know you want to you want to watch dosage. Dosage is huge on everything in the world. You know, too much, too little, not not good. Um, so
1: caffeine's a drug. Let's just you know, caffeine is definitely a drug. And um, once again, there is somebody who um, if they drink one cup of coffee a day, that caffeine can affect them in a really bad way. Cortisol levels, that kind of thing. And then there's people who can drink eight cups a day, and it does nothing to them. So we're going to take out that part of the equation. Once again, people need to live in their bodies and know what's right for them. But the research shows that anything under four cups of coffee a day, um, it's not a diuretic, so it's not dehydrating.
0: Under four?
1: Under four cups a day. I could, well, all right. I could
0: manage that. Guilt. Under four, guilt free.
1: Yeah, and I will say, eight cups a day. You need to, like I would probably wean yourself down. Like don't. Oh you know, yeah, yeah do it Well, I'm not slow. a
0: weaner. I I, <laughs> I I I completely. That's now just occurring to me how that came out. Um, <laughs> but, I'm gonna use but that. I, but <laughs> but I'm but I'm uh, I I I definitely uh, I. I have to—I'm an all-or-nothing person. I can sometimes do, like, one cup a day and be like, that's it. But I can't—I have to abstain. I'm an all-or-nothing kind of guy, and I think I've been exploring that—my coffee relationship lately. And I I, I took, like, a week off, and I think that I gotta—I gotta go back to that again. I don't think I have the self—I love drugs. I I just love—I love any— (laughs) <laughs> yeah um uh sy- any psychoactive substance of any kind whatsoever and so so uh i i i'm just a coffee fiend You yeah, know, but if you look at like it.
1: the harm reduction model that it's it it maybe doesn't have to be completely all or nothing and yeah. trying to find mm-hmm. that balance um it might be the right thing but you gotta you gotta just allow yourself you know the freedom to do that and and the the blessing to do that
0: all right well i want to get into some of some of your favorite foods first of all i have uh, one really th- a thing i'm super curious about uh individual differences what are we looking at here is this is this just a weight thing is there gender stuff is there age going on is there ethnicity is there just different like my my dad like i never see him drink Water. He doesn't. He doesn't like. He has like one beer a day and like one glass of water a day. and yeah. That's like what he what he lives off of, so, basically, and a cup of coffee.
1: And I think the research is is gonna eventually show that. Like, there's some interesting research that we may only need one glass of water a day. I'm gonna let Gina talk about really? the, the beer in a second because I think that's a really cool anthropological story. Um, but. Absolutely. Gender, age, size, all of them make, you know, how much you sweat, all of them make a difference. That's why eight glasses a a day is not the way. How can you say that, you know, a 12 year old, or, or let's say a five foot woman who does, you know, very little exercise versus a six foot two athlete who's exercising and sweats all day long, how could they both drink eight glasses of water a day? You know, so mm. it absolutely makes a difference. once again, we are we are individuals, and you have to find out for yourself what your set point is and what you need to do to hydrate optimally. So, yeah, you want to tell me about the the mead?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know I spent a lot of time looking at um, hydration in different cultures. and uh, and many cultures were dealing with contaminated waters. So not so different yeah. from us. And mead was a really important feature for uh, decontaminating waters, uh, the, wow. adding these plants back into water. So um, even teas, uh, meads, um, honey-based drinks, uh, even the simple thing act we do today, which might be squeezing a lemon wedge into your water. All of that is biological information going into the water and activate, activating the water in a new way. When we drink that, we are getting biological information that we would be otherwise missing, It wouldn't be coming in. And that informs our own biological intelligence. So um, the hydration is, is a pathway, it's a medium for delivering uh, information. That's, that's its new job. It's our new understanding of what wa- water is. Three things at once, it's matter, it's energy, so you're really run on water. You run on gas. The is of your system is water, and that is going to tinker according to who your body is, where it is, you know, what age you are, what culture you're in, uh, what uh, climate you're in, and so um, it's it's matter, it's energy, and it's information. This is where the new science is really looking at the water molecule as an information carrier. In fact, in the um, in the, the great computer uh, prize today is to, to build a quantum computer, a, a processing computer that can compute. And the, all those scientists are looking, all those computer people are looking at the new water science because they realize that the water molecules, especially bound together, uh, parallel process, and they carry are able to carry and deliver more information than silicon wow. <laughs>
1: well, it's so wow, because I, that, that's a, that was a real wow moment for me too, because we've only ever thought that our bodies get energy via ATP, and we get ATP made from glucose by eating, eating sugar, right? That's how our body's energy. So water is actually a source of energy. It's electrical energy, it's informational energy, but um, it actually, it's energy. So it's, it's also a very different way of looking at it. It's not just moistening, it's not just cushioning, it's actual energy, like a battery mm. too, you know.
0: So what? What about when? Uh, what about when people are working out? You know, I've I've been to like CrossFit gyms, or you you go to, uh, you know, I go to rock climbing gyms, or you go to any gym or whatever. They're all there. There's always something being peddled To it's it's not enough just to do some push-ups and get a good workout in or whatever. Now you need like the fanciest newest supplement kind of stuff and and you know a lot of that is uh the the um um the kind of all alternative um medicine and and supplement industry and everything you know this is yeah since i was a kid this has been a booming business of like hey get get simple slim fast and you never have to worry about your health ever again and and this is this is really big business so and at the same time there's of course all of these fantastic things that that you know high level athletes have figured out and honed in on and then there's tons of science behind and it's just so confusing for the average person to to know what's what
1: so um let me start Gina, and then i want you to finish with the movement stuff um So, you know, it turns out, well, first of all, I was, I was an exercise physiology major in my undergrad. Um, I've long forgotten all of that kind of information. Um, so I'm just going to start by saying we are not exercise experts. Um, but I think what's turning out is that it turns out that walking and it's not even 10,000 steps a day is probably enough for us. Um, you know, we're, we're finding out that all of these other exercises, um, you know, some are some are great, like there's all these new feds. We do but I but maybe even just walking is is enough for most people. Um, and the but the more important thing and the thing that we really get into and talk about in the book is aside from exercise, you know, I, I don't have the answer for what's gonna work for you or work mm-hmm. what's gonna work for your partner, I don't know. Um, aside from exercise is that we need to move. Um, and it's movement that is, um, a hydrating act and it's, it's the movement that is, um, as important as, as exercise, but they, but you need to do both. And the reason is because I'm going to pass it to Gina. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, uh, so really we never thought about what happened to the water after we guzzled it, right? This is the, um, fascinating part is that the, the conversation on hydration has only been for the last 30 years, eight glasses a day. That's been the only conversation about water. And what we're discovering and what we want to share with your listeners is that that when you put water in there, then you have to distribute it. So the second half of the formula for really optimal hydration is is movement, is actually distributing the water that you've included in your body, that you've gotten absorbed through fibers with foods, and uh, you, you're you actually now going to use your system, which is a pumping system, a series of levers and pulleys and, and locks, and a series of um, tissues that twist and squeeze and pump. Call our lymph system, our circulation system, pick what system you want, your brain, name it. All of this depends on us moving. And that movement doesn't have to be, it isn't meant to be. Um, a marathon. It's meant to be the gentle movements as you go through the day, and because we're a sitting culture, we're dehydrated by the very fact that we're sitting all the time. Or, uh, uh, Shane, I'm going to say something even more, I think, mind blowing, which is our devices, our cell phones, are are very dehydrating. And there's two ways that that happens. One is we're looking down at our phone all the time. This is your synovial canal. You're kinking your synovial fluid hose when you put your head down like that and hang it over your shoulders. You're not gonna get the great flush and movement in your liquid system within you. You're a fluid, liquid dynamic being. That's happening. And then we're sitting, which then kinks it down here. And then on top of that, there's electromagnetic waves coming in, which interfere with the frequencies of the water that are also giving cohesion to the cell-to-cell communication. So we have to counter that. And, and it's, it's really simple. This is not hard stuff. So you take your phone and you talk while you're walking around, you know, or you nod your head up and down a lot because you're pumping your synovial canal down the back of your head. Or you get your arms above your head every day so you have a nice drainage through your lymph system. Um, or you just talk and twist or you move. You just get yourself in these beautiful little, you are a fluid being. You should feel fluid and want to feel like you're feel it feels good to be in motion. It's a very different than the whole conversation on exercise and hot buns and, you know, six pack and that's uh, that that's to be discovered. <laughs> but but as a basic fluid being, let's just get in motion.
1: Yeah
0: yeah hot buns you you aren't you aren't trying to take my tough mutter (laughs) quadrathlon away from me are you because i
2: not at all i I,
0: I like my uh, come on i need to get my masochism (laughs) fix
2: just do it oh yeah Uh, (laughs) Yeah, go ahead
0: it's i have a bluetooth in while i'm doing it so that balances out my (laughs) phone use and everything Yeah, you know she
1: she didn't mention fascia. Fascia is this connective tissue webbing that's.
0: (laughs) I love a good fascia release. (laughs) No, I, 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 I'm into, I'm into yoga, and I like a nice, ooh, give me a nice sleepy fascia release where I don't barely have to do anything. That's. That's my kind of exercise. I was I was joking uh, about the tough mudder competition. <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna catch me in any kind of a marathon. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but uh, but I'll I'll fascia all day. Yeah,
2: so I love you. I love you.
1: <laughs> this is this is based on on research, fascial research, where it was never looked at until not that long ago, and it turns out that fascia. Just once again for your listeners, because it is, it's sort of a newish term. It's become a buzz term now. Everybody's talking about fascia, but it's this connective tissue webbing that surrounds every cell, every organ in our body. And it's, um, it is a, a delivery system of hydration, um, which is a, a mind blowing idea because we've only ever thought that fluid gets distributed via blood and lymph and our capillaries, right? And then it ekes out at the end of the capillaries. Now we're finding out that our fascia acts as a hydraulic pump. So, so when you're doing this or you're doing that movement, you're moving fluid in and out of your brain. Um, it's a hydraulic pump. So it's a, it's a very different way of looking at, uh, how hydration gets moved. And that's, um, Really interesting, really fascinating, and uh, and makes uh, sense out of, you've always said you have to move your joints to lubricate them. Well, now we really understand why.
0: Yeah, I've been, uh, well, on my good days, I've been doing like uh, four short bits of exercise spread out. Through the day, I, I mean, my, my my logic is more of a mental health and mm-hmm. kind of staying stimulated and taking a, a a nice. I I have a pretty hard time taking my mind off of either work or ruminating over uh, <laughs> existential um, uh, crises. But um, uh, I, I, either way, I. I having a little reset mental reset through the day something that snaps me out of it is good but just um uh, just that regular movement of uh uh, because i'd always i'm not the biggest exercise guy in the world i always have big ideas that i'm going to be but but even when i'm at my best it was always like i'd go to the rock gym for two hours or whatever and that and, and that be done and and the new idea or the the new thing that i've been doing of adding like a 15 minute like mobility thing or um facial release or whatever i usually do like yoga in the morning sometimes like a core uh, short core thing after that and then i'll do like one or two mobility things through the day and some stretch thing through the day i'm talking about when i'm at my finest and 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 it's easy once you have the ball rolling and then falling out of it and collapsing and then having to start over again that's that's what i uh and the uh, good that, news that's what i'm into
1: the good news it doesn't even have to be that complicated it could be you know waking up in the morning and moving every joint in your body doing some ankle swirl and doing some, you know, things, and then and then making sure you're getting your heart going two or three yeah. three more times throughout the day. I've been
0: thinking about doing like a bed yoga. Oh, video honey, for you've people. said or Is the this words. already a thing? <laughs> <laughs> is, is it? Is, I I can't be the first person to think <laughs> you have right? This you this, haven't. This this has to be like it is. I never I've never thought to actually pull the trigger and Google it, right? But I think whatever's out there, I think I could do a better one than because all the other ones out there. Better about like, and you gotta be positive, and it's gonna be a great morning. I'm not gonna give people that. (laughs) I'm 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 coming from a place of I don't want to be doing this right now. This sucks. I don't want to get out of bed, but I'm going to do a little bit of it anyway. Please, and then please we'll let me talk. <laughs> get me,
2: let, get let me, me, please, because, because this is this is how it started Absolutely for me.
0: Absolutely not, is, Gina. I'm <laughs> muting you.
2: <laughs> I'm so happy.
0: <laughs> All right, I Gina, adore you, you for wanting to,
2: to lay in bed. I think laying in bed is one of the um, perfect moments to... Um, You're all warm. You
0: might be my new favorite person.
2: (laughs) You're all warm, right? You've just done a huge uh, uh, fluid cleaning through the night through your brain. All Mm -hmm. your toxins have been moved out of your brain, down your system. You're laying there. And what happens is when you start to move just a little bit, you're starting to move out all that waste out of your body. And you literally, just by wiggling your spine, are turning on all these systems. So mm-hmm. and it's beautiful because you're nice and warm in bed and your spine is all warmed up and just wiggling literally you're just starting to get that look think about fluid you if you're going to take a tiny paper boat and you just touch it it goes across the pond this is this yeah. these are principles of fluid dynamics just starting that whole little movement and once you i I call it massaging my mattress with my my shoulder blade
0: Yeah, I call it Lowering the bar a little bit. <laughs> I love a nice lowered bar. I Who,
3: love you. For why
0: that. are people trying to jump over the thing and then you have this perfect form and hopefully you land on the pad? What do we? You get it low enough, you step right over yeah. that sucker. That's what I'm all about. I I don't. I'm not a motivational. I'm, I'm more of like a meh devotional speak. Like I'm like uh, kind of like going for that lukewarmish uh, energy. Like, well, I guess it's another day. Should probably stretch a little bit or it'll be worse if you don't. That's where I'm coming from. I think there's not enough people that are speaking to folks on that level. I think it's I think there's way too much Tony Robbins like you got to well, be the sure. best at everything in the world. Like, whoa, slow it down a little bit. I just don't want my knees to hurt. <laughs>
1: Um, you know what? I wasn't going to agree with you. And I, now I do agree with you. I think you're absolutely <laughs> right. Like at first, I was like, oh, I'm not. Um, but yeah, no, we, you're absolutely right. We need to sort of tone it down because most people are not doing what they should be doing. And if we could give, give them a push to get, you know, we have more chronic illness in this, in this country than, it, and it's just continuing to get worse and worse. I will say, I'm going to give a little silver lining here. I think COVID has ignited a a desperate need in people to feel well. And that the fact that it's turning out to be a disease of lifestyle and that those with the most unhealthiest, unhealthiest lifestyles are the ones that are dying and getting really sick. And that people mm. are hearing that and knowing that. So I think I'm 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 really seeing, I know I I see it because my patients are reaching out and I and I see it all over the place that people are finally starting to get that our lifestyles are killing us um, more so than they ever have before, and I'm talking about the really most unhealthiest people. So I'm hoping that this is this is the the point where it's going to start to go the other way, and that chronic illness is is going to start to be on the downfall. And I'm talking about things like diabetes and degenerative disease and all those things. But I think you got something there. I really yeah. do. I, you know, we we wrote the book. Whoa. We wanted to talk to the masses, um, and it's not like oh, I'm gonna you know I got to drink more water. Or I got to go on a diet. No, you know. No, but you got to eat more plants. You got to you got to drink some water, and you got to clean up your your the crap in your food. You know. So. Well,
0: first of all, I would never claim that I'm on to much of anything. But um, Gina, uh, as a, a cultural anthropologist, I mean, we have a lot of kind of evolutionary thinkers on this show, and one of my favorite subjects is is these kind of evolutionary mismatches and and the difference between. Um, uh, you know maybe how our hunter-gatherer ancestors would have moved or what their diets were like or what their social lives or mating patterns or whatever else um and and the mismatch between that in our modern worlds and the and the pros and cons it's not all some apocalyptic uh it doesn't need to be some apocalyptic thing but all of that is to say is that i I think when you know we if we if we have an understanding that, um, you, you know, diabetes is a natural consequence of, uh, of uh, uh, or is perhaps for, for many people a natural consequence of, of having a organism that through all of its history never had too much food and and had to have all of these drives to keep on obtaining more resources and and didn't have that kind of real shut off mechanism and and this is uh our our modern abundance uh has has this um has many unfortunate um side effects and byproducts of it that that we we never saw coming and with all of that being said these you know, it's pretty it's pretty difficult to to just go into your mind that evolved over the last two hundred and fifty thousand years and be like, hey, don't need so much fat and sugar anymore or whatever else. And so I, I do think like just little, small, incremental changes in in people's lives and and making uh and kind of simplifying things is that i mean that's a that's another thing that we're learning from COVID. well hope hopefully hopefully people don't make uh hydration unnecessarily political for uh, who who knows
1: Woo, I know. what
0: reason i know but um uh, but but the point is 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 that it is you know the life is an exceptionally complex thing in our modern world is is full of a zillion things and there's no way we can be an expert on all of these things and having uh, uh, having uh, updating um the the heuristics that we use to care for ourselves every once in a while is absolutely uh worth doing and and that's why i'm really happy that uh you, you wrote a book like this i will say let me let me just straight I, I i hope that uh whatever i'm just whatever i'm a forthright person anytime i hear so this is coming from someone i love a uh, uh, fascial release and all of that i have tons of like um uh physical therapist friends and and stuff like that and i i and i'm like into um I'm into wellness, and you know, there's, there's like, there's, there's just some, some of the overselling of like, say, organic stuff that isn't actually organic, or, um, or what, what's the, like, genetically modified that that doesn't like really necessarily mean much of anything, um, and and so, so because of because of that, because, because of the wellness kind of sometimes being, um, conflated with the new agey, um, community, which I love, which i those are tons of my friends. Um, but then they're like, I don't agree with microwaves. I'm like, what now? And, uh, so, so because of that, there's always this, anytime you hear some new thing about hydration, or, or fascial release, which I believe in, I always go, wait, is this person going to sell me a crystal? I, I gotta, like, <laughs> I, I, I'm on, I, you know, I got, I got my, my little skeptic warning signs, um, go off a little bit. And, and so I just thought, but for, for my listeners that I, you know, we've, I've had over 300 scientists on here. And so, so my long-term listeners are well-trained to, to have make sure those skeptical uh, alarms are going off what do you uh uh, what do you say to um uh to people that you know this this might sound like some uh new lifestyle fad or something like that water the new lifestyle
1: (laughs) well so once again let's go back to the beginning we're not talking about you know what? It's there's nothing there's nothing controversial in here. I want you to know that every single yeah. line in that book, even Gina and I thought about some lines because she is definitely a little more New Agey than I am. Even though I'm a functional medicine doctor, um, I have to tell you, I am. I every single sentence in that book, I yeah. made sure that nobody could fault us on. You know, yeah. Um, that the science is there and and it's very clear. And when it's not there. You know it's not there. I'm very clear about. Oh, that.
0: I'm not even. I'm not even like talking about like you guys or, or 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 saying that anything in your book is new agey in any way. And I'm someone that tours around with 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 the shows talking about the many benefits of psychedelics. And I'm I'm not. Uh, th- this is this is just generally um generally speaking, um I, I feel like some of the new wellness stuff and some of the um new agey superstitions uh, in our modern era kind of kind of get conflated <sighs> and And mixed up a little bit
1: it's hard it's everything it's everywhere it's you know we are a a culture of getting you know i don't know how to how do you distinguish information you got to trust who you who you look to or who you look to for that information you know so it's yeah it's, it's definitely hard um yeah
0: oh and this is and by the way i'm not even just this isn't just new age i mean this is my my whole upbringing was all all of the all of the, um, you know, my mom and all of her sisters and everything always had some new vitamin, this or that. My, my aunt who went to a maskless wedding and got COVID and, and, and uh, still doesn't have her uh, sense of taste or smell over, uh, over nearly uh three months now and still doesn't think COVID is a uh serious thing even even though she nearly died and still isn't out out of the woods but it's a political thing for her and she's dug in but she but but she's like oh it's like the still all all of this stuff but then she's she's like um um and this isn't a new agey person in any way Uh, uh she she's like well, you know what I heard is you rub essential oils into your feet. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> that, that's. I think uh, I think know. when
1: you're finding your information, you need to go in with some kind of healthy skepticism. And I think that, you know, especially in this kind of field and when you're, you know, because there are some, some, I call them cowboy doctors out there that are doing this kind of medicine. Um, I also think that, you know, those that are so far one way and so far the other way, you need to like cut those people out, you know, mm-hmm. the conspiracy theorists um, and mm-hmm. then the the ones that are so like do not take a supplement; it's going to kill you. A multivitamin is going to kill you. You know, like mm-hmm. so. Those people need to need to cut them out, and you just have to find your you have to find your gurus, who's going to be somebody that you trust and listen to information, somebody who has their feet in both fields, like I do. I really, you know, yeah. re- That's all you can do because there is. The- I mean,
0: there's so many people. Weed weed some out. <laughs> we- life's short. Yeah, exactly. We- weed exactly. Some exactly yeah uh i I love that i just wanted uh, you know uh, just uh, like uh for uh as as someone that i wouldn't i don't of of all the science subjects that i'm into um any nutrition stuff is like not at all uh in in, in your my realm. Uh, it's i i want to learn about everything that doesn't have to do with taking care of uh, of myself for some reason i have like this natural aversion and and so i just wanted to you know i this isn't this isn't like me talking this is also just i you know i hear a lot of people making making this case all the time so i wanted to give you the opportunity to uh um, to see what your thoughts were, um, just I think about you've, how- I
2: think you've touched something very powerful, Shane, and that is, it's very hard to take care of ourselves. Yeah, it 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 it's the last resistance. It's the long stronghold, and there's there's really reasons for that. Some of them are cultural, some of them are biological, but if we can share anything, it's water is an extremely simple intervention hmm And it Hi- will-
1: Hydration is a very
2: simple intervention. Yes, hydration, hydration. thank you, yeah. Dana. And that it will flip on energy switches in you that allow you then to take a little more uh, uh, step towards discovering what a vital creature you are because it's really in there. You know, on speaking from the evolutionary point of view, we started as water beings and we crawled out on land and now we're walking around as still water yeah. beings that are deeply dehydrated. So that's what it feels like. Like I can't take care of myself. I don't even want to. But I'm interested in hearing some things that I don't have to take any action on. Then I yeah. I just just <laughs> you know, can you just pour it over me? And all we're doing is asking you to just open your mouth and pour a little into you. Yeah. And that'll be enough. That'll be yeah. you know, uh, enough to start igniting some real it changes the trajectory of where you're going, your energy levels, and your information level just enough on the compass that you would literally end up at a new destination. That's extraordinary.
0: Yeah, I I love it. I, I mean, I I love I love small steps because I in in figuring out the the mental maze of of how in the world to give myself the my 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 career and I'm sure yours as well. And to write a book and everything else takes a lot of uh, self-discipline, but I don't have a, I don't have a punch in and out nine to five kind of job. And so I need to find all of these internal (laughs) uh, uh, drives to get myself to do things. And I, it's it's very easy for me to be like, "Eh, I'm a speck of dust in the universe. None of this matters. I'm going to lay in bed and A mope today um so i so i love i love the idea of just taking some of these simple steps to uh to make yourself a uh healthier and maybe even happier sack of (laughs) jello um so so here here's who we're gonna talk to in the in the little bit here we got a listener this they've enjoyed this conversation they um uh they're they're on they're on the fence they're may they're maybe gonna stick the book in the amazon cart or w- w- maybe we're not why did i say amazon that's a controversial we don't <laughs> uh, you're gonna write it on your wish list of of books maybe you're gonna uh, from your book place of choice libro uh, oh is do you guys do an audiobook by the way yeah. yep oh sweet i bet it's on libro.fm offer code here we are for one month. 2 months for the price of one. Um, audiobook company that supports your local independent bookstore. Um, but so they're on the fence. What are what are like a few little little sample things that someone could ch- could change starting today, tomorrow, whatever. They they could start implementing now before getting your book and then that's going to make them a healthier yeah. uh, jello bag and then they're going to be like Boy, I like... This new Jello bag that I am—I <laughs> yeah. wonder what else that book has in it.
1: <laughs> awesome, great, thank you for that question. So we're gonna give, we're gonna give you two, um, and and keep in mind the book has it has science in there. The science is really easy. It's I think it's fun to read. Most people are the feedback that we're getting. It is fun to read. There is a program in there. There's a five day program. We wrote five days because that's anybody can do a five day program. It's um, and you know what you should eat, how you should drink, how you should move. There's recipes. For movements. Um, And I'm going to give you two things that you can do start tomorrow. Um, And the first is front load your water. Um, And this is, you know, based on Gina's research, how desert people hydrate. They front load their water. So, first thing in the morning, you want to drink 16 ounces of water. You want to throw a little bit of. of, I noticed All the right. face. Sorry. So it could be. eight. eight. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have a
0: weirdly expressive face. You know, most of the time you get nothing out of me. And then once in a while, you say something like 16 ounces right. of water. So eight to 16 off ounces. And sets some sort of weird thing that I'm picturing in my head of like, oh, how am I going to remember that? And then like a weird look comes on my face that I'm unaware of. Um, <laughs> let, let, me, anyway. let
1: me change that. It could be eight to 16 ounces of water. First thing in the okay. morning, squeeze a little lemon in there. Do a pinch of real salt, meaning not table salt. You want to do like either uh, pink salt or Celtic sea salt, or there's a brand called Re- Real Salt, like, which is rock salt. Um, a pinch of, of the full spectrum of minerals of that salt in that water. Gulp that down first thing in the morning. That alone. people will notice a difference. People who are this subclinical dehydration will notice a difference. So that's number one, front-loading your water, a big glass first thing in the morning with some lemon and some sea salt. And the second one I want to give you, and this is like, I get, I sometimes, although I never get them, I I, I feel like I have to explain it because I feel like I'm going to get eye rolls, um, meaning uh, people are going to start rolling their eyes at me because it's drink one green smoothie a day. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it is a bit of a fad. It's a bit of a thing. It's a pain in the ass, but, um, it is life changing for people. So, so. (laughs) I I mean,
0: I'm, I'm up for trying uh, this. Uh, I, I, I love that. It's, uh, that it's five days to start and I love the green smoothie idea in theory Yeah, and my tongue.
1: Yeah. Does Pizza. not
0: like that idea as much. I'm I love fruit smoothies so much, but every time and I try all the time, I love a good smoothie shop, stop in them all the time, and at least like once a month under normal conditions when I'm smoothie shopping it <laughs> on the on a regular basis. I yeah. I I'm like, all right, this is the time. I'm gonna get maybe they're doing it differently here. I'm gonna get the one that works for me. I, I can't, the the kale situation. I know we're all supposed to be eating kale 24 seven, and I just like can't. It doesn't agree with my tongue. Um, and, a, and a few, but, but I, I, I love vegetables generally. Okay. What if I just, what if I just slam a bunch of like raw vegetables? Can, it, what it, can we negotiate a little bit here? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's if that doesn't work for you. Parrots. Sure. Celery, cucumbers, you could okay. you could throw them. I I just think the fastest way to start feeling fantastic is a blended green. Um, okay. you know, with water. So it's greens, water. You can throw in whatever fruit you want for flavor. You won't taste the greens. If you put in a half a green apple, you don't taste anything except that apple. You can throw in some ginger. You can throw in some chia seeds. You can throw in some other hydrating things, lemon, um, and 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 drink that down. If you do one a day, the, the amount of nutrients, the amount of hydration, like that that smoothie is probably equivalent to three times the amount of water you know mm. the way it gets into your cells because of the fiber because of the minerals because of the greens the chlorophyll um, so you're getting energy and it's it's inc- it's just an incredible habit to get into that can really physically change you and it's not that hard and it takes a little getting it, used to this is great
0: news for most people some people love those things obviously yeah, yeah. So.
1: so and it's you know this is not a give or take yeah you can negotiate yeah if you're eating enough vegetables then you don't need a green smoothie. If you're feeling fantastic, if, if we've taught you what it feels like to feel perfectly hydrated, you don't have to do that either. You know, you don't have to do a smoothie. The, but a smoothie is the fastest way to get what you need uh, and feel fantastic. And it's, life, it's life-changing its life for a lot of people who's never who've never done it before, you know? And, do you want to add? And
2: a- yes, and if that's overwhelming, there's uh, a couple of shortcuts I can offer. And uh, one is... Um, get some juice you really love, that's not a high sugar juice like pomegranate juice, and mm. throw in a tablespoon of chia seeds. And that's a smoothie. That's a super hydrating, really powerful, just do that thing. And if you wow. if you that- don't wanna do the shopping, and you don't wanna do the chopping, and you don't wanna buy the Vitamix, go get a green powder. They sell them at Trader Joe's, come on. We don't get yeah. that in our diet. Just get a green powder, um, throw in some chia seeds. It's a smoothie. It's a shortcut smoothie. Maybe layer in some blueberries, over so you don't taste the greens. Because a lot of people have an alkaline issue and uh, acid issue, so they taste greens and they think it tastes terrible. Well, there's a reason for that, but but don't we don't care? You know, just it's like what's the thing that's closest to that that I can pick right now that will really get mm-hmm. me. Um, vitalize so that I can claim my life, I can get a hold of it and really enjoy the, the ride instead of, you know...
0: That Yeah. I Well, I didn't think you were going to green light a juice for us. That's amazing. <laughs> pomegranate. That's news to me. Awesome. I'm getting some pomegranate. You love juice it. You love it. Oh, I love pomegranate. Yeah. Juice. I, I didn't yeah. I didn't know that it was. a. I never look at the right. ba- I don't right. look at lab labels and things. Well, let us so do that for a, you.
2: So there you go. All right. Very simple. Terrific. And um and you know, you can if you don't want to spend so much money on pomegranate juice, do half a glass of water and half a glass of pomegranate juice. You still get great flavor. You know, it's like, you can't lose here. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I quit drinking booze, so now I just got that pomegranate juice money to burn. You just burn uh,
2: it, baby. You burn I, it. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I only drink it publicly so people know how well off that I am. I got or, that pomegranate juice money. Or you know what? Here's another money. thing.
2: Go buy a melon. Cut it in half. Eat the damn thing. Put some pink salt on it. It's, <laughs> it's lovely with that little sparkle. From that, his- was,
0: that was the most aggressive anyone's ever been told to eat a melon i think i liked it that's uh, some real take charge kind of energy eat a
2: damn melon (laughs) and this is good news for people who um you know who who are going to look at the all of this and go i don't think so and all we're doing is just just try one just get Get a quarter of a melon in you and uh, check yourself at three o'clock in, <laughs> in the afternoon and notice hey, I'm a little smarter than I remembered.
0: <laughs> uh, it is funny that we're just like, we never grow up. We're just, we're always just children that need to, like at 18 years old, we start being like, I'm a I'm officially legally a big boy, and no one can tell me what to do and we still all all of our drives and everything are still very childlike in a lot of ways we we still need we still we still need a little stuff like that. Eat your melon damn it <laughs> um well this is terrific um everybody check out quench beat fatigue drop weight and heal your body through the new science of optimum hydration Dana Cohn and Gina Abria joining me today. Thank you both for coming on the show and being so wonderful and fun and humoring my ridiculous questions about such wonderful uh, information. Uh, you guys are great communicators. It was very clear and super interesting. And at first I thought you were going to Ruin everything <laughs> that I knew about life, but then he gave me some great news, and so overall, this has been just a terrific time. Great. Um, so thank, thank you.
1: you,
0: thank you, and, Shane, yeah, and thank you, listeners, for being such wonderful, curious people. We'll talk with you next week. All right, next week on the show, talking about Kratom, probably gonna be one of the more popular podcasts that I've put out because Kratom is something. People are super interested in hearing about. I happened to be using Kratom when I was on uh, Joe Rogan like years ago. And from that, I ended up getting in some Kratom documentary. And people know me from... Kratom. It's funny because I don't talk about it that much. I did use it as a pain man- a really, really helpful pain management tool uh, with my foot back in the day, but I didn't talk about it that much. And in the little bits that I did, it, uh, man, people have messaged me so much saying how much it improved their lives. But like everything, it, uh, m- more research is needed. How addictive is it? Are there side effects? Make sure, and, uh, and if you've, if you've been on the fence about, kratom or you have pain management issues i do think it's something that's worth exploring and something to also you know be uh be careful with but uh just make sure and and check out next week's episode because i'll have uh mark swoger on who has done some cool kratom research And uh, we had a terrific conversation. So check that out. Got a new podcast coming out. I'm not going to tell you the name just yet, just in case. Because the artwork's almost finished and the theme song is almost done. And just in case we make a little switcheroo and uh, and change something um, last minute. Uh, it'll it'll be on there, but we we've, we've already recorded um, four, one two three no, three regular episodes of it, Man Ramin Nazer, and two uh, Patreon episodes of it. We decided we're going to do one Patreon episode a uh, a month, and uh, and. Sp- speaking of patreon going to be um i've been doing a weekly game night on patreon eight people each game night it's super fun if if you've never played a game night before it's totally cool so easy explain the game in five minutes we're good to go everyone's had a blast so far it's been super cool get on patreon reserve your spot today i'm mixing up the days and the times so that um, everyone gets an opportunity to, you know, so it's not always on a Tuesday or whatever. And I have, um, I'm experimenting. One, I think I'm going to open the Discord to anyone on my Patreon, even if you aren't contributing yet. Um, just so that there's, because I don't want to have the paywall barrier to such an awesome community. I want and I want it to, I want to keep it lively and grow it. And at the same time, I still want some kind of barrier to entry, uh, w- which will help keep out any trolls and stuff like that too. And then that will also keep you up to date. On new posts and projects that I'm working on with Patreon, for example. Um, oh, that just reminded me I got to do more public posts. Patreon. Uh, anyway, I got to look into that. But one of the things that I'm thinking about trying is like a group, uh, a group therapy. I, I want to try it out and see. I I think that uh, one of the you know one of the downsides of COVID is all of the mental health issues that come along with not just quarantine and isolation, but just the the financial, the existential, the everything, the whole the I I um I I kind of don't mind um, the isolation. So much, but but uh, just the worry for the world and stuff like that. And everyone's different. Um, and one of the wonderful things that has come out of this is that it's a more acceptable conversation to have. So, yeah, it's nothing. It's not going to be anything um, um, professional or super organized right just just a a meet up with the intention of hey we're all gonna check in talk about how we're doing what's going wrong what's going right just a a space to have freer conversations about the sorts of things I like talking about uh, which is what's going on in the old thinker uh, what's going on on the emotional levels mental health issues uh just checking in with people and seeing how they're doing so oh if that sounds good to you make sure and check out my patreon and uh more updates on the second podcast coming
2: soon those of you that listen all the way to the end you are of course my favorite